1: Ah, I muted it again. God damn it. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. <laughs> oh, would you look at that? Would you look at that for the first time
0: ever? We we are so good at this podcasting stuff. Welcome to the Wolf
1: Dead, Dead Podcast. Get it right really.
0: for the first time.
1: How y'all doing? Good to see you. It's great to see you, you know? Uh we were just talking about getting our parents' gifts and yes. uh we our mother is gonna get uh she wants airpods like our father has yes and, uh, uh and i, and I ups Air- i upsold her on the airpod uh pros yeah
0: so our father has the airpod pros mm. uh i have the regular ass airpods mm-hmm. and i was trying to you know i was trying to tell her that's really all she needs but i guess she just wants to be like dad and have the pros um which honestly like Come, to, I was cleaning dishes wearing my AirPods, and one of them fell into the sink. So I think that's mom good. might be better off. Mom might be better off with the pros. My AirPods are fine, by the way. Don't worry. Oh, I was so um, worried. But just before the show started, we were joking about getting her the recently announced AirPods Max. I have to show you people. This is like <laughs> if you haven't seen these.
1: Uh, I haven't seen the video, the reveal video yet. All I saw are like the pictures and the I sweets. haven't either. I only saw MKBHD tweet about it and I was like, that's a real thing. I always saw this picture of the side and I was yeah. like, nah, <laughs> I was like, that's a pocket watch. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they look cool. And then you get to the, the, my favorite, my absolute favorite part of this whole thing is, I mean, they look, they look good. Like on a person, they look great. yeah, But then you get to the case that comes with it. Oh, the case comes with it? It says uh, when stored in the soft, slim, smart case AirPod Mac. Oh, no, wait. It's- I remember it saying it came with it. Come with a soft, slim, smart case that puts AirPod Max in an ultra-low power state that helps to preserve battery charge when not in use. That uh, looks horrendous. It and- looks like a bad pocketbook yes it, it, it looks like it looks like a butt in jeans
0: it looks like a bra it looks like a bad pocketbook it, well it, i guess you, i guess because like regular airpods come with a charging case so theoretically this also has to come with a charging case i guess but <laughs> see the i understand why they're called airpods but these are not pods no, that's what these, I was that's what headphones. I was saying. <laughs> I was saying like
1: that's to meet the whole phones. purpose of the pod thing of the airPod. Yeah. I mean, they're wireless, so yeah, like, but this is normal for for headphones to like go like this and be stored like that. I hate this, yeah. I'm not taking these headphones anywhere. These are not for travel, you know, <laughs> yeah, like this is Apple is the pinnacle of of product design you know this is they're supposed to be like the like the like the top tier electronic designers why aren't these more compact or why can't they be more compact
0: i think it's funny you say that because apple is the pinnacle of like design and stuff they always have great design but when they get something wrong it's shocking (laughs) it's shockingly noticeable like Like the magic mouse uh, the magic Mouse, the Apple TV remote uh, <laughs> and now of uh, the airpod max case right the airPod Max themselves like you said look fine those are fine mm-hmm. um but when you put it in the case it's it's off I'm interested to see how how strong this area is'
1: I'm, I'm a little concerned yeah. about 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 that because I I' I'd, I mean I'd imagine there's a swivel there yeah uh but i'm sure you know the whole thing about airpods and, and apple wireless stuff and the whole thing about wireless headphones in general is that they're super is it it you buy them because of the ease of use like like the apple branded ones they just work with all of your yeah. devices that you already have if you're in the ecosystem so like i get it i wouldn't get them because again i'm fine with wired they work the best you right. plug them in and it just works but these are 550 dollars
0: yeah uh, and for comparison uh the Bose QuietComfort headphones uh and the Sony the ones MK uses yeah yeah uh those are usually around 250 300 350 at mm-hmm. most uh and those are those have been the standard for noise canceling over the ear headphones for years all my coworkers at my 9 to 5 have the Bose noise canceling headphones because they're inexpensive. Well, they're relatively inexpensive, and they work perfectly. Uh, nobody needs the nobody needs AirPod Maxes unless mm. the thing about Apple that people tend to forget is that they are a luxury brand. Yes, you know you you buy them like yeah, their stuff is good and it works, but you you buy an Apple product for the same reason you buy rolex you don't need to spend ten thousand dollars on a watch but you buy a rolex because it's rolex and apple is like that with consumer electronics I- i'm sure these are gonna be really good headphones yeah uh it's just
1: i i think that there's a lot of like gaff in the like a high-end headphone market you know yeah i got a lot of crap for these headphones being in my uh i didn't get a lot of crap i got one guy who was going through all the comments talking about these headphones because they were in my last video yeah he was replying to everybody talking about these headphones saying how these cost more than the ps5 these were 100 (laughs) dollars, and i bought them in 2009
0: yeah these are 11 years old yeah this this was like i think 50 bucks and i bought it like 2015 are those the Audio never, yeah yeah i'll probably never replace these
1: those are like industry standard like studio headphones yeah. that you're wearing right now yeah um but anyway we brought this up because we were talking about getting a gift for our mom she just said yeah. she wanted the airpod pros and i we were joking that we were gonna get her this and i actually when i saw this announced i was like oh she might actually like these and then i saw they were 550 and i was like yeah. no thanks yeah. She'll she'll have to deal with just the AirPod Pros. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we're here to talk about Nintendo. Oh yeah, C&D we're a video game stuff. podcast. <laughs> yeah, we we can't. We're not allowed to talk about Apple or audio stuff. Yeah, for uh, eight minutes. No, if we do that, we need E, who's in the chat, because yeah. he has a he has an audio degree. He has a <laughs> license to talk about this stuff. Actually, oh, you know who man. else does? Greg. Oh really? He does. Uh, I don't I know if he I actually has a I degree. I think he went to like a two-year I college. Figured, I should have figured. Greg would have something like that. Anyway, uh, we got to talk about Nintendo canceling a Splatoon two tournament. Will I heard about this? I actually didn't uh, read anything about it.
0: Well, Nintendo's just been a—it's just been a bad person this holiday season. Naughty, naughty Nintendo. Uh. Let's give, Let's give some context first. Let's give some
1: context first. Last week, we talked about how... Uh, was it last? No, it was maybe two weeks ago. We talked about how... It was either
0: last week or week before?
1: We talked about how Nintendo uh, uh, and, uh, issued a cease and desist on uh, a a big Melee tournament called the Big House. It was a Melee yeah. and Smash Ultimate tournament. Um, mostly because they used uh, a modded version of... Of melee that required yes. you to use an emulator on the computer, and uh, and it's implied it's a imp- we out I mean,
0: here, baby.
1: Well, I forgot to turn alerts off. Uh, thank you, bloody, for the six months. Uh, it's basically if you're going to use an emulator on the computer, you're using a pirated copy of melee. So yeah. they issued a cease and desist. So po- according mm-hmm. to Nintendo, they told they asked the big house not to do melee. And they said, we're doing it anyway. And then they got uh, a cease and desist for the whole tournament. So they weren't even allowed to do Smash Ultimate either. Uh, I don't know the exact details. That's what Nintendo said was that they asked them to stop. Uh, But if you see the hashtag free melee, it's because Nintendo has a long history of trying to squash uh, Smash Brothers Esports. Uh, in various ways. That's just the latest way that they did it. So they might yeah. be you. It's okay to think that they're justified for striking down a tournament that uses illegal copies of Melee, but they've done a lot of other things leading up to that that uh, were against. You know that were distancing themselves or straight up uh, harmful to Smash Brothers. In esports, and now right. they're doing it to Splatoon for some reason.
0: Yes, uh, in an article from Nintendo Life, Nintendo cancels Splatoon 2 North American Open live stream, uh, quote unquote free me- free melee believed to have played a part. This oh weekend, Nintendo held its Splatoon 2 North American Open. Although a live stream was planned for the finals, it ended up getting canceled due to unexpected executional challenges. There were no further details, but some fans seemed to think they might know what's going on. In a post over on the Smash Brothers subreddit, it's highlighted how a number of the teams in this event had hashtag free melee uh, hashtags and names. Uh, this all stems from the uproar last month when, a, when the longest running Super Smash Brothers tournament in the US, the Big House, received a cease and desist from Nintendo. As you may recall, uh, the issue Nintendo had with this particular event was the fact that this year's tournament required illegally copied versions of Super Smash Bros. Melee and would make use of Slippy Online, rollback netcode allowing players to duke it out online. This has now reportedly boiled over to the Splatoon competitive scene as further illustrated in the tweets below. Uh, per the tweets from Slimy Quagsire. Uh, So, the Splatoon community in in support of the Smash community has 30% of its top teams in this weekend's Splatoon 2 North American Open with team names in support of Melee and Smash. What does Nintendo of America and Nintendo Versus do in response? They cancel their live stream for tomorrow's finals. Kind of funny uh, that they'll, it's kind of funny how they'll sever their own support, quote unquote. Um, that they love to parade around as something so fantastic just because the Splatoon community wanted to stand in solidarity with the other scenes that Nintendo outright harms. Hashtag free melee. Hashtag save, <laughs> save uh, smash. Save smash. No. Sh- sh- nope. nope. <laughs> save <laughs> smash. Save smash. Okay. Before we go any further, mm-hmm. please, if you're gonna do a hashtag in support of Super Smash Brothers, make sure it's one with a lot less S's <laughs> in it, because that gets hard to say. There's, there's only two. Will. <laughs> oh no, save. But, well, save Smash, but then hash. There's an, oh, uh, there's an okay. S. Okay, all right. So if you're going to say the whole thing. So you already can't, you're already down some S's
1: because of the hashtag. <laughs> Look, okay.
0: We went to public school and we were not True. great students. True. So. True. The same Twitter user goes on to state how the op- how the community apparently isn't surprised by this. To be clear, this is all Nintendo's call, not any of the tournament organizers or broadcasters they've enlisted for the weekend. This is damage control and an outright spit in the face of all their dedicated competitive scenes. But we ain't surprised. Keep in mind that for now, this is all just speculation. What do you make of all this, though? Leave a comment, blah, blah, blah. So so wh- what was Nintendo's official statement? Uh, I don't think they made one for the Splatoon 2. Uh, North American's open, they had North to American have, opening. They had to have said I, something. I'll look, but I don't remember seeing anything from them about this.
1: Well, the Nintendo vs. Twitter account tweeted on December 4th and said the Splatoon 2 North American open, open December 2020 tournament kicks off tomorrow at 10 p.m. And then they just didn't? <laughs> they just didn't do it? Yeah. No purchase necessary, of course. They have to put all this stuff. Yeah. That... De- this is... Nintendo did make a statement on Twitter. Okay, so on their actual Twitter account, let's see. Uh, do, do, do. they tweet too much. When did when was this article? <laughs> this guy uh, tweeted this December fifth. So it had to have been this after article
0: it. was Sunday.
1: That's <laughs> I don't see anything.
0: Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they said anything.
1: Yeah, I I see nothing.
0: And I'm looking at at other articles. I
1: don't don't know. Oh well, I know that they made a whole thing about the big house. We're talking about Splatoon right now. How could they shut down the Splatoon tournament, leave up the tweet promoting it, and not say (laughs) anything about shutting it down?
0: Yeah. I'm I'm looking at other articles and none of them have a statement from Nintendo. That's that's so bizarre. I I mean, <laughs> when well, you've got team names like this,
1: melee tation, uh, f- hashtag free melee, uh, free me- hashtag free melee two two seven. They put numbers here because everybody, I guess, was using hashtag free melee as yeah. their team names. Um, element free melee. <laughs> yeah, so. It's a little sus why they would shut down that tournament. I mean, they they better have a good reason. They better have a reason that has nothing to do with with this nonsense. Uh,
0: whatever their reason, it's going to dance around that. It's it's going to be something like uh in preparation for this tournament, we realized that some uh teams to have named themselves after things that we find questionable or some crap like that crit skit in the
1: chat says they only canceled the broadcast stream not the tournament itself is so that they, what nintendo they, canceled
0: said? The, they they didn't cancel the tournament they canceled the uh letting people watch it <laughs> that's ridiculous so, so they so- might as well have canceled the tournament because you know so if a, if a noob gets pwned and nobody saw, sees it, did he get pwned? So did it happen? gamer, did it happen? I don't think it happened yet. Uh, it must, might not have happened yet. It. Uh... Oh, December fifth and sixth. Yeah, so it would have so, happened over the weekend.
1: Yeah. So what? What was the results? <laughs> Splatoon to North American Open. Uh, register now. Well, it's too late for that. Yeah. Compete. Nintendo everything. Nintendo cancels North American Open live stream. Okay, so it was just the live stream. Yeah. Uh, Seven with 100 bits says, I got nothing clever to say. Please enjoy these bits. Thank you. And then he gave us another 100 bits. Uh, he said, clever, it's 3 a.m. over here. I, I I fixed your your mistake. You didn't have to pay more, <laughs> but I appreciate it um they were streaming it in nintendo's youtube channel that's what they canceled uh i think i think think they it looks like there's oh that's september okay so yeah they they just didn't have a log of it so then who won what's the what's the results (laughs) they didn't post any results either and they still have things to register Yeah, who won? Did the was the winner one of the free melee hashtags? <laughs> very very strange. Yeah. Feels like a AJ says feels like a play stupid games win stupid prizes situation. Why? They were totally within their right to uh, to to clown on Nintendo like that. Yeah. <laughs> just own it. Just 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 do the tournament and own it. Pretend like nothing's happening. <laughs> just pretend like that's just their name, you know? Yeah. Uh It Iron Angelus is my understanding that everyone dropped out and joined a community run invitational instead. I don't know. I I there's like no information anymore about this stuff. On, because looking, people I'm... wanted to be petty and nintendo got petty back yeah but they're a multi-million dollar company or a multi-billion
0: dollar company maybe yeah like uh you know uh all the yeah per polygon all the top fighters dropped out and instead threw in through their own tournament the squid house that's clever <laughs> in reference to the canceled big house melee tournament Um. Uh, In in an outpouring of support, this grassroots competition then saw a swelling of donations from fans who wanted to increase the prize pool. More than $25,000 were raised, and the event organizers had had to place a cap that directed any additional funds to charity. Even wilder is that, in short order, this last-minute event ended up offering the largest Western Splatoon 2 prize pool ever – outstripping even what Nintendo has officially offered in the past. Viewer records were also reportedly shattered as Smash Brothers and Splatoon fans came together to show support. So this wound up not only uh, getting more views than the regular Splatoon 2 uh, competition would have gotten, but the prize pool was larger than anything Nintendo has officially offered uh to esports competition. That shouldn't be saying much because Nintendo barely offers any prize pools for any it of the stuff. It shouldn't be saying much. It's it shouldn't be saying much and it's not, but at the same time, you know, N- Nintendo by trying to control the situation, they lost control and the fans came together and put and put together something not only better but more beneficial to the competitors and even uh to charity at a certain point. That's not a good look for Nintendo. At (laughs) all. Whether you
1: believe Nintendo was within their right to... uh, Well, here's... Okay. So, the the Nintendo striking down uh, the big house, uh, they were within their right to strike down the big house. But it was a crappy thing to do. It was just the last straw for people. You know? Uh, Because it was a culmination of everything that they've done before that to to, uh, to hinder the Smash Brothers community um, mm-hmm. or distance themselves from it and make it. I think Smash Brothers, I mean, League of Legends is very big, but I think Smash Brothers could be one of the biggest esports in the world oh, if yeah. they were allowed to be. <laughs> <laughs> because it's such, it's so... Esports is really hard to understand if you don't have a core understanding of the game. And right. I think that Smash Brothers is one of the easiest to understand because fighting games are easiest to understand because there's right. two characters, there's there's one camera, it's this guy versus this guy. There's a lot of yeah. nuances in there that yeah. you can get into. I mean,
0: Smash Brothers, you get you know you get up to eight players uh, competing against each other, um, and I know they don't use like weapons or they and they only use like Final Destination style levels. When they do tournaments and stuff, but even still, Smash can be like a little bit more hectic than your average uh, fighting game. There's a uh, lot of little, still- little nuances to it, but but uh, right. For the but most, still, Super Smash Brothers is the best-selling fighting game in the world. Mm-hmm. It's filled with recognizable characters that people know from the world of video games. It would. It, you're right. It could be the biggest esports game in the in the world if Nintendo would let it. We we took our dad to a to a Smash Brothers
1: tournament, and I -hmm. and I thought because he always talks about esports because all he knows is that esports makes a lot of money, and I I thought that that would be really easy for him to understand, and apparently it wasn't. He he was he was he couldn't really grasp uh, uh, Smash Brothers. I I thought he'd be able to understand what was happening. He could not understand anything at all.
0: I I think maybe if we start had had we started him with like Street Fighter or like an act like an act uh, traditional fighting game, right? That probably that probably would like because I guess I guess with those you have a life bar
1: and it just gets smaller. In Smash Brothers, it's like sumo wrestling. It's you got to knock them off the
0: stage. Also, too, there's only in in Street Fighter, there's only two people on screen at a time, and they're huge. Yeah, so you can see what they're doing. In Smash Brothers, it's up to four typically with esports, and depending on where you are, it gets small or big or whatnot. Well, I mean, there are doubles, uh, like doubles
1: tournaments, but for the most part, it's one v one. So it should be relatively easy to understand. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's just a really really bad look, and it's completely unnecessary for them to strike down. Or to, they didn't strike it down. They refused to stream the Splatoon 2 tournament. It's a mm-hmm. really bad look because all it is is people making their names free melee. That's yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> it's not like they made their names, you know, Poopy fart man. It's not like they made their names things that are inappropriate. They just right. made their, like if they said like uh, release Earthbound 3, like that should be allowed too. It's just a criticism on Nintendo, and they know Nintendo knows that these criticisms are out there. Just take, just, just take it, just eat it, just just take the criticism. You're you're be a big man,
0: you know, be an adult. You remember when they announced the Switch, like the the very first like trailer for it, and at mm-hmm. the end it ended with uh an esports tournament. Yeah, the Splatoon one. Wait, Splatoon. <laughs> People In got the sense that like, oh, like maybe Nintendo is going to start taking eSports seriously uh, with the Switch. Maybe they're going to start, you know, uh, you know, allowing games to be played at different tournaments, not just officially sanctioned ones, you know, be more open to the possibility. And now there, it just seems like, no, that trailer was a lie. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, First of all, it was in like what looked like Madison Square Garden. And
0: like, that's not, we're not seeing Splatoon being played on that level. No. But, Uh, but we're, you know, we're seeing League of Legends being played at that level. Absolutely. And if anything, Splatoon or Smash Brothers could very easily get to that level. It's been like, what, four years since that trailer? Well, Smash Brothers does at EVO, it does
1: get that big. It's at right. the L.A. Uh, it's at the the Vegas, you know, wherever yeah, yeah. the hell it is. It's a giant arena in Vegas. Um, yeah. So yeah, it do, it does get to that level, but that's not supported by Nintendo in any way. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think the big house last year, the prize pool, the, like not the prize pool. They, they always do this. They say the prize pool, but really that's like the how much the first, second, third, fourth, fifth place guys get. The winner of the big house last year got like three grand. Something absolutely ridiculous. Like ridiculously low. Big house 2019 uh, Melee winnings. $3,636. Mango. (laughs) Number two was $1,818. Zane. Yeah, This is 2020 though. I think that was when it was last updated. Yeah, that's that's like that's pitiful for, for for one of the biggest melee tournaments ever that's that should be shameful. Also it's a game that that it's the biggest selling fighting game in the world
0: uh for comparison, uh dota 2, the average prize money is over a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> yes. AJ says
1: in the chat, he brings up a good point that Nintendo doesn't like how um, uh, how it's played on the esports level because they don't have any items, uh, they restrict it to certain levels um, and stuff like that, and it becomes okay. a, it becomes a completely different game when you do that. But and I understand because like if you want it to be an entry level game for everybody, and that's why it sells as well as it does. Uh, you have stuff like the items to to level out the skill floor, you know, just like Mario Kart. You have all of the items that make things OP and it's kind of like a gamble whether or not you get it or not. So you could play so in, against people who are really good.
0: So, but in that case, why would you put, I mean, I don't, I know they don't do this anymore, but I'm using it as an example. Well, why do they have a mode that's for fun and for glory? Yes. Why do they even give you the option? <laughs> yes. So, so, so it's a little. If you if you're, if you're designing your game to be for everyone, then design the game for everyone. Don't design it for to be both for everyone and for you know the top competitors out there.
1: So, so, so because
0: by doing that, you're sending the message that yes, you can play this at, at a competitive level, just like you can Street Fighter and Dota and all these other games. I'm a so the the for glory or or now it's
1: a Elite Smash it it's it's still its own Nintendo way where uh it matches you up against people who have similar rule sets to you. So mm-hmm. you can be in Elite Smash and have items on. But hardly anybody is in an Elite Smash with items on because most people in Elite Smash don't want to play with items on. Um right. So I'm of the mind that people don't know what they want and you have to just give them something and like kind of, and they'll figure they'll find out that it is what they want if it is what they want. But I think Nintendo is completely in the wrong here. I think that they, they needed many years ago. They needed to learn that the top players do not want the items on general public does, but in elite smash and, and the ranked modes and stuff, people want a straight up fighting game. Um, there are things like the Call of Duty League that's, you know, uh, supported by Activision and stuff. Yeah. Uh, they have rules and stuff that were uh, dictated by the people in the Call of Duty League. You know, like if a gun is too powerful, they'll ban the gun from the right. the Call of Duty League. So Nintendo just doesn't want to admit you know they figured out how to play the game better than we did. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, th- it doesn't matter. The game still sold amazing, and they still got exactly what they wanted out of all of this. Like they were able to show the public, like this is how the game is played. Uh, anybody could play it. You don't have to be, you know, uh, uh MK Leo. You don't have to be, uh. Sam, sorry, you don't have to be a top player. You could just pick it up and go. And that's what they wanted to show people and they did that. But I think that they're wrong about uh, uh, suppressing Smash Brothers Esports. And I think that they could make it even bigger if they supported it more. Yeah. Um, But anyway, this is supposed to be about Splatoon. (laughs) It's still dumb that they took the stream down just because they were butthurt that people changed their names to free melee that is so dumb so petty and so they they grow up nintendo yeah i mean i know they're being petty but like it's it's a bunch of friggin'
0: you know they're internet people yeah there's a difference between their pettiness and your pettiness Mm -hmm. basically their pettiness was uh more in good fun and more showing support for their friends your pettiness was exerting your control over a situation. Trying to rewrite the narrative to suit your needs basically. Yeah, Nintendo should just
1: be like ah, you got us. I I also want to point out, uh, they do their Smash Bros. Invitationals, which is you know, they put items on low and they have uh, the Smash Ball and whatever. Um, Yeah. yeah. And like specials and stuff. Um, (laughs) There was one, there was one Invitational that I remember where uh it got really laggy because smash brothers online is not good um yeah it got really laggy so they just shut it off they just stopped showing it <laughs> they didn't want to show how bad the internet could be so they just turned the whole thing off that's another moment where nintendo should be like we know it's bad we got to work on it but instead yeah. they're like nah there's nothing wrong oops uh, i guess we had to turn <laughs> the stream off That's them trying to hide how uh that the they're hiding their 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 flaws in like a weird way anyway that's that hey we got some notifications uh we got man one with five bits uh i love your content hugs from brazil hello thank you hello that geek zen with two months two months baby love you two dudes keep up the great work thank you very much uh seven two one zero seven with five months before i forget again thank you please don't forget thank you never forget never forget you twitch prime so uh there's i mean there's more nintendo D news here we're not just we're not oh yeah nintendo's on a roll here (laughs) um uh We got, they shut down the Etika
0: Joy-Con controllers. This makes a little more sense. (laughs) It makes a little more sense, but it's still a little shitty to do. It's a Uh, a bad time for this. (laughs) Yeah. A legal threat from Nintendo has shut down the manufacturing and sale of custom-designed Joy-Con controllers honoring Desmond Etika Amofa. Uh, though the season assist demand was sent more than two months ago, news of it broke this weekend and drew widespread con- uh, condemnation for Nintendo on social media. The controllers, called eticons earned more than $36,000 yeah, dollars $36, in fundraising on Indiegogo in August 2019, shortly after Amofa died. Uh, with a YouTube following of more than 800000 Amofa was celebrated for his over-the-top reaction videos and his fandom for Super Smash Bros. and un- other Nintendo franchises. Amofa died by suicide in June uh, 2019 after uploading a disturbing video in which he discussed thoughts of self-harm. Late Sunday evening, the Indiegogo pro- Project's creator, Captain Alex, said that Nintendo sent him a and d at the end of September. Uh, proceeds from each sale had gone to the... JED Foundation whose mission is to support mental health of teens and young adults and prevent suicide Uh, and then there's a tweet saying can anyone confirm if the above is actually true I hate to see a trend where people are falsely claiming Nintendo C&Ds especially if it involves using Etika's name and it's a screen capture of the Indiegogo pledge saying uh, I've gotten numerous emails about refunds for the campaign now that it's closed and then Captain Alex responds, the first campaign was not successful. The second campaign was successful. Remaining stock of Joy-Cons were sold, were for sale, Uh, were, were for sale my et- my Etsy since last year, I guess through his Etsy store. Is he not wearing Nintendo a shirt?
1: Sent- <laughs> he's not wearing a shirt, this big shirt. That's very oh. strange. Captain Alex, he's not wearing oh, a oh, shirt. Oh, that, I didn't shirt. get to that
0: yet. Uh, Nintendo sent me a season desist in at the end of September here's a picture of me with the bins of all the shells I can't sell um, and that's a picture of him with all the bins and apparently not wearing a shirt <laughs> or he's got a real deep V that is also possible although unlikely uh, okay so according to a report from the Daily Dot Captain Alex said Nintendo's problem was with the use of trademark not the modification of their hardware The Edicons bore a logo saying Joy-Con Boys. Apparently, he could remake the controller without the Joy-Con Boys logo, but that would require another factory run and a fundraiser to support it. On Sunday, the Joy-Con Boys official YouTube account published a video condemning Nintendo's actions. Nintendo's legal and executive teams are by far the worst, most outdated, money-hungry people that exist in the gaming scene, the account said in a follow-up comment. That, and, that's, and that's where my problem lies. I just want Nintendo to change for the better and stop treating us like trash. Uh, reach out to Nintendo for, for additional comment. Nintendo is well known for the aggressive protection of its trademarks. Uh, numerous fan-made video game projects have been shut down on demand from the company's legal team. This controversy is unusual in that it concerns hardware and is a tribute to a longtime fan as opposed to a Nintendo game or character.
1: So, so uh i want to note that I think that this cease and desist happened in September. I read that somewhere else
0: yeah um, he got the c and d in the temp- in September, but news broke of it over the weekend.
1: oh uh, okay uh but i think I think it just resurfaced over the weekend because if you gave to the indieGogo, you had to have known they had to have issued right. the refunds right they didn't, they didn't just issue the refunds now. Because this original tweet by Omni is from last year. I mean, the tweets now, but the but the campaign closed refund information is from the first Indiegogo campaign that happened last right. year. But that's because that wasn't that didn't meet its its goal. Yeah. Um. Dan one oh one man one says, "What are C and D, I I think we should probably say cease and desist. It means, cease and
0: desist. That it, basically it, means Nintendo it's sent a letter asking, not really asking, demanding that uh, Captain Alex stop manufacture of uh, these custom-made Joy-Cons immediately or face legal action.
1: Yeah, so so it's a warning that they will sue you if you don't stop. So, yeah. so it's not that you're being sued, it's that you are going to get sued if you don't stop. Yeah. Um, it's a formal request that they're going to fuck you up. Yeah. At to the tune of up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, as it says here, um so it basically means like, yes, yeah, stop whatever you're doing. um And I mean, I get it; like, it sucks, and this is a terrible time. But uh, apparently, it happened in September, so it's just yeah. it's Nintendo being Nintendo. I get it because it does have the Joy-Con logo on, it, and it says the Joy-Con name, so like, mm-hmm. I get why they would want to stop that. If this was anybody else. If this was any other company, they'd say, just don't use the Joy-Con name. But because they sent a formal cease and desist, you have to stop selling it entirely. You can't change it a little bit or try to dance around it because the next move is just being sued for $150,000. There's no like, like, hey, you said you'd change and you didn't. Like, oh, we don't like how you change. No, they're just going to sue you. So... To, you have to you have to cancel the whole thing, and it sucks. Yeah, and that's what happened to the big house. The big house was they they got they actually had a had a had a less formal request to stop, and then they got a cease and desist, and they had to cancel the whole thing. Um, so in this case, he got a cease and desist, so he just has to stop, and it sucks. But uh, if this was like Sega, they might be like, "Hey, don't use our logo," and they okay, and yeah. then they may you make it something else. Um but again yeah it's just the logo that that made it uh a problem uh somebody in the chat i think said, said uh they should have made a
0: uh limited edition like Spawnwave said i mean and give the profits to go to mental health well that's what
1: they apparently it is going to mental health because when right. i first saw this i was like is he profiting off of this no he's giving all the proceeds to the jed foundation which is great right um but you you can't sell it at all. If you get a season desist, that's it. So even yeah. if they are limited edition, you're still screwed. Unless you make it limited edition, make it really limited, and you can skirt under yeah. the whole season desist thing. Um, but no, he. Uh, I mean, you got screwed. There's there's really nothing you could do about this it's just a it's just a bad time for this to be yeah. happening along with all the other nintendo uh legal problems that they got going on or that they're issuing to their own fans so it's it's a uh, it's a case where i understand but it's just an it's unfortunate and uh yeah and
0: it's it probably shouldn't i mean they should be a little more lenient jesus christ yeah uh i should note that captain alex does have a brand new indiegogo Oh. For edicons. but they have been modified. I believe they are just the shells, and they've been modified to not say Joy-Con or have the logo on it or anything like that. Uh, he even now has a uh, a switch backplate design as Bob has on screen. I hope he has a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> this this seems fine. It seems like he'd be fine with this. There's no yeah, Joy-Con and, boys, and these logo, are just right, shells. Thanks. These are just yes. shells, so it looks like you have to do the work yourself. Um, options to have your controller pr- shells pre-assembled on a new set of controllers by our team of experts will be offered uh, post campaign. Campaign backers will only receive the shells to install on their own controllers with this campaign. So-, so, so, so he issued the refund
1: to everybody for the for the second campaign now, right? And now he has this one. So if you if you gave money to the second campaign, waiting for your Joy-Con skins, then you got your money back, and now you have to then donate to this one.
0: If you still want, uh, if you still want, you know, the Edicons and to support the charity, yes. All right, I'll put this in the chat if you're yeah. interested
1: in getting your own skins. Thirty-five yeah. bucks, not bad. Not bad. Does it come with the with the dock? Oh no, that's a backplate. Yeah, <laughs> I think it does
0: proceeds go to uh, the back plate is a stretch goal oh okay okay uh where's
1: the charity where's where's the charity stuff there's a fundraising campaign is in no way affiliated or associated with nintendo or. (laughs) all right there you go there's there's the legal shield right there yeah (laughs) uh here we go you, you oh, yeah. can donate directly to the GED foundation in etica's name if you're unable to pledge for a reward where's the um oh here we go in the event that for some reason the project cannot be completed each and every backer will have the option for for a full refund or to have their pledge donated to the jd foundation with a reward oh, by raising money for the jd foundation we can put the necessary tools into the I'm waiting for it to say that the proceeds go to the JED
0: Foundation, but I'm just assuming think, that they do. I think, you know, the uh, this is to help like the, obviously this is to help him manufacture the shells. Oh, for the for the cons I, I I see the breakdown here. Yeah, it's the price for each set of the shells is thirty
1: five dollars and is broken down as follows: forty percent production cost for the Indiegogo campaign fiends. thirty percent employee and operation costs, thirty percent. Donated mm-hmm. to the JED Foundation for a, Okay, so it's 30% is going to the JED Foundation. Yeah. Well, when you're selling $5,000 worth of Joy-Con skins, sure. Employee <laughs> and operation costs. Um, uh, g- general spare ribs says if nintendo did collaborate with the project would you think they'd want a cut of the profit if they collaborated on it well no no they do charity stuff nintendo does charity stuff and they they don't want anything yeah they give
0: to charity and whatnot but even still like most companies you know they they do take a cut but they do like it's always a portion of the proceeds true you know it's never everything
1: nintendo also distances themselves from the whole etica situation entirely even even yeah. etica when you know he was making content because his content was a little spicy uh so it's kind of like uh it's a it's 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 unfortunate and it's nintendo do do a uh, you know doing their usual nintendo thing and not uh Pretending like a... It's Nintendo pretending like a certain subsect of fans don't exist. Yeah. That's what they're... They're doing it again. And in this case, I get it because Etika was a little spicy. But uh, Mm. uh, still, they should at least, you know... I feel like this is a different set of circumstances. They should come out of the shadows and be like, hey, you know... uh, Turn a blind eye at least. instead, Instead of actively shutting it down. Yeah. Uh... Alec is baking says Nintendo is also typically quiet about their charity. That's very Japanese of them. All right. We got Budoya with the Twitch prime sub. Thank you very much. You. And a Sousa with us prime sub as well. Thank you so much. Space slinger says it's also, it's about sending a message also. Yeah. Uh, also like I'm assuming that there's a giant, uh, like like law firm that makes millions and millions of dollars just sending out C&Ds for oh, yeah. Nintendo so uh and Nintendo is I'm sure is like every year great job you're doing a, you're doing great work out there sending C&Ds to all yeah. these fans and it's easy to compare them to Sega and be like look at Sega they don't care they let everybody do whatever they want but then look at I mean Sega kind of needs the fans more than Nintendo <laughs> does yeah <laughs> it's just an unfortunate uh, situation all around, I think. Yeah.
0: Uh, f- I also want to point out that article said that Nintendo is like the greediest company in all games. And I find that a little unfair. Most American AAA companies are super, super greedy. They just do it in ways, you know, that you don't, you know, they, they just hide it, but behind like selling you a game and then nickel and diming you with microtransactions and DLC and all this other crap. Um, and treating their employees badly. Well, you got companies uh, like EA that does stuff like this all the time, right? Uh, Nintendo. The problem with Nintendo is Nintendo has this facade of like, you know, th- this Wonderland, the 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 mm-hmm. Disney of, um, the video game world, right? Um, but much like the real Disney, they are very litigious and will, uh. Burn the earth in order to protect their assets, whatever that may be. Let us not forget the infamous story of Walt Disney Company suing a preschool for daring to paint uh, Mickey Mouse and friends on the side of the building. there's was also uh, a, a child's
1: grave had Mickey Mouse on it, and they sued the, yes. the, the parents. Yep, yeah, that's that's again that's again uh, probably a law firm that gets paid millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, and Disney's like, good job, dude. Fuck yeah. that family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck them kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean that's just billion dollar corporations doing what they do. Yeah. It's uh it's unfortunate. Uh anyway, here we are, mooching off Nintendo with more Nintendo news. Yeah. Why is Fire Emblem so dark? Here's what you do. If you don't like Nintendo striking down all these things, support your local Nintendo content creator because Nintendo doesn't support them. So you might as well (laughs) vote with your wallet. Why is Fire Emblem so dark on Switch? It reportedly runs on the same emulator used on the Wii U. What?
0: Have you been playing Fire Emblem, Shadow Dragon, and the Blade of Light? Notice no. that it's a little dark and reminiscent of the Wii U virtual console releases that inexplicably dialed down the brightness of all the games that came to the service compared to the originals. Well, in a Twitch thread, in a Twitter thread on the subject of Nintendo's latest retro offering, software developer and game enthusiast Luigi Blood that's all right, <laughs> has delved into the Switch release and discovered that the game seems to be running courtesy of the same emulator Used to used uh, by the company for NES and N64 games on the Wii U. The game, which was never which never came to the West originally, uh, features an official English language localization for the first time. In addition to the save states and rewind functions you've come to expect uh, from vintage re-releases, as seen in the Switch's Nintendo Switch Online catalog of NES and SNES titles. According to Luigi LuigiBlood, uh, these extras have been added around the Wii U Virtual Console code, uh, which forms the base of the Switch release. The code features numerous mentions of Vessel, the name of the Wii U's NES and N64 emulator, and this is speculated to be the reason why the colors appear so muted and dark once again. Observe the difference in the quoted tweet below. Here's uh, the difference. That yeah, is so, so dark. Yeah. So, real quick, for those of you who don't know, the Wii U, of course, uh, had v- its virtual console. You can get NES, SNES, and SX4 games and whatnot. The NES emulator on the Wii U, and I, I think even the original Wii to a certain extent, was noticeably darker uh, in in look compared to original nes and other types of emulators that were out there it was believed this was an anti epilepsy uh measure to try and prevent people mm-hmm. from having seizures uh playing these games on modern tvs but it resulted in really poor visual aesthetic for all the nes games out there
1: i, I noticed when you watch old animations or old like uh like animes on like netflix or whatever uh mm-hmm. some scenes or shots are really dark And it's because of the epilepsy protection
0: with the release of the, the NES classic and then the switch online, they change, they either change the emulator or the update or whatnot to fix that issue. So the, the games don't look nearly as dark as they do as they used to on the Wii U. Um, but I guess for some reason they're not using, they're not using that for fire emblem. So, and it's back to the old emulator it doesn't really make any sense there must be a reason why they decided this emulator worked better it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense that they release this particular game on its own yeah like this should have easily been added to Nintendo Switch online but they're selling it you know at you know a reasonable price but you know outside of where they decided all their NES games are going to go so so
1: Not only did they uh, release it on its own outside of their NES collection that's baked onto the Switch Online, they released it using a different emulator than all of those games use. Yeah. That's
0: so so weird. The the article continues, the Wii U's NES and N64 emulator was notorious for uh, this darker appearance, and it was speculated that Nintendo was somehow attempting to avoid causing epilepsy-related seizures. Seems unlikely, however, given the fact that Kachi Kachi, the emulator used for the NES and SNES mini consoles, displays a much more vibrant color set uh, than that are far closer to the originals. Assuming that this is assuming that this is the Wii Use emulator in action, Luigi Blood speculates that this project may have been completed years ago and sat on the shelf until being un, until getting reworked for the switch it's a confusing state of affairs for sure you might assume that altering the color and brightness values of an emulator would be a rudimentary tweak uh, while 100 accurate reproduction of an image originally designed to be viewed on a crt television is impossible surely there's a better option than an image which has us checking has us checking we haven't accidentally turned our switch's brightness settings to zero uh it's infuriating it's infuriatingly puzzling it's infuriatingly puzzling to the point where we feel like we must be missing something here, something, some elementary piece of technical knowledge. Uh, this writer tweeted Luigi blood asking uh, a following question. So the writer asks, could you explain to an idiot high uh, <laughs> what's preventing them from using some global brightness, contrast saturation tweaks to make the colors, if not accurate, then closer to the original. And Luigi Blood responds nothing at all. They just use the Wii U Virtual Console emulator, as is with hacks, uh, as is with hacks, and nothing else. They could have changed the colors very easily. I'm sure of it. Uh, someone in the chat, I think, Saeed. Someone in the
1: chat says this game is on the Japanese NES Online using that emulator. Using the NES online emulator. Okay. I'm just double checking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have things like, I mean, the analog uh, consoles have settings for CRT filters that up the brightness and stuff, so it looks great. Because when you you add scan lines and stuff, it just makes the game darker because it, it creates like a, like a sort of half tone or or, yeah. or a moray effect that makes everything look darker. So you have to brighten it up and analog nails it. Doesn't the OSSC have something similar?
0: OSSC uh has like scanline filters and stuff, yeah. Yeah, so
1: you can do it. You can figure it out and make it look
0: good. Uh f- yeah. Fire emblem, shadow dragon, and the blade of light is on the Japanese virtual console. As of last March.
1: Yeah, 2019. So, here it is, and it looks bright and everything.
0: So Actually, it why looks we- a
1: little purple, but the whites look white, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, the whites are white. That
0: looks that looks yeah. a lot better than.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll put them next to each other.
0: Yeah, so it probably was Luigi Blood, which is what I'm going to name my second child. Uh... <laughs> he's at he he might be onto something when he says this was probably completed years ago and then they just didn't do anything with it you know i'm a little worried about nintendo i i
1: feel like they're like clearing house (laughs) i feel like they're like releasing old projects and they're like not having things you know Uh, this actually looks like an in-between it looks like it's in between the two emulators Oh oh the one on the right is wait oh this is in a different language translate <laughs> on the left the emulator chosen for the port on the right is whatever emulator nerd used for the NES Mini and Nintendo Switch Online oh so this okay. is okay so i feel like that's probably NES Mini and this is yeah. Nintendo Switch Online either way, either they way look great. it looks better yeah. than uh but anyway i'm worried about nintendo i feel like they're clearing house i feel like march 31st they're just gonna shut the doors and be like goodbye we're done we had enough we had a good run like a hundred and something years we're good yeah
0: we we can't do this anymore it really it comes down to you the fans we we can't take your crap yeah you're we
1: hate you all and
0: mario yeah. is dead now we're killing him yeah uh we're, we're being bought by
1: microsoft <laughs> and then they're gonna put all of their stuff in a vault and then burn it to the ground mm. Yeah, this is this is weird. This is a weird thing. Yeah, I'm weirded out by it. It's it's just it's another it's like it's a freaking emulator, dude. We've been making emulators since the '90s. Like, it's so easy to just to, to just have an. Em, you already have at least three. Use yeah. the better one. There's got to be a reason. There's got to be something weird. Like, is there I, something they were worried about for epilepsy, or is? Or did it just run a little weird on the newer emulators?
0: I I think it I think it's, they made it they probably made this for the Wii U and just didn't, didn't use it. Oh, like, okay. That, that actually like, makes the most sense. <laughs> they probably made it for the Wii U and then, you know, they saw Wii U sales were lagging so they shut down, they canceled the project and now they're like, hey, hey, is it a Fire Emblem anniversary? We have this ready to go. Do you want to just use it? Instead of, tweaking it ever so slightly to put it on nintendo switch online which it probably should have gone in the first place they're just like nah just just fart it out for the switch we'll charge like six bucks or whatever because i think that's what nes games cost on the wii u just just throw it in the old money maker yeah just just throw it in the old money printer
1: and we'll just we'll just print it out what they should do is that with earthbound 3 (laughs) yes or mother three mother three it would be earthbound two here <laughs> Jess the vagabond says bob's hair is looking glorious today thanks uh nobody noticed but i got a giant spotlight for my for my background so now so now my hair is nice and shiny
0: so he will always be glorious
1: i'll always be glorious baby uh anyway we got nine months from Di Colazo. hi bob and will happy nine months love you Mwah. Mwah. love oh. you man. Uh, all right. We also got Oscar Isaac in the Metal Gear movie. This movie it's has video been game a thing related.
0: This movie's been a thing for years. Yes. Uh, ex- Sony's long awaited Metal Gear Solid adaptation looks to have gained some major momentum as sources tell Deadline that Oscar Isaac is attached to play Solid Snake in the film, which is currently in development at Sony Pictures with Jordan Boyd roberts on board to direct. Uh, The film is based on the Metal Gear Solid video game created by Hideo Kojima and published by Konami. The script is written by Derek Connolly, Uh, Avi Arad is producing, and Peter Kang is the executive overseeing uh, for the studio. The game first launched on the PlayStation in 1998 and follows Snake, a soldier who who infiltrates uh, a nuclear weapons facility to neutralize the terrorist threat from Foxhound, a renegade special forces unit. The game has received acclaim from many fronts, uh, but its storytelling that, that has a cinematic feel always made it seem like a movie adaptation was inevitable. Given Isaac's extremely busy schedule, a production start date is still unknown, but his involvement makes this property a high priority for the studio going forward. As for Isaac, Metal Gear Solid could give him another major franchise, having already starred in the most recent Star Wars franchise. Even as the industry slowly gets back to production, due to the covid-19 pandemic, Isaac has been busy setting his future slate in recent months. He is set to star in HBO's uh Scenes from a Marriage opposite Jessica Chastain, followed by playing the title role in Marvel's Moon Knight for Disney+. Oh my that, god, I didn't know that. <laughs> that has not been confirmed. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh they have not said who's playing Moon Knight yet. It's just it's just
1: implicated He, is like, a
0: top, he is like a top, he's like a top contender for it, but so is Keanu Reeves. Ooh, so they have not officially Marvel has not nuts. officially cast Moon Knight Moon Knight's gonna be wild. Moon Knight's I mean, gonna
1: be great. I mean Oscar Isaac's great so he would yeah. be great too. But I would like to see uh Keanu Reeves as a psychopath. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um fun fact Oscar Isaac uh was interviewed Interviewed by IGN like a year or two ago, and was asked like uh if there was a video game you'd want to see made as a movie, and he instantly said Metal Gear Solid. I want to play Solid Snake. Oh wow! And now it's becoming a reality. He, apparently, maybe he knew something. Yeah, maybe. Um, um th- this
1: guy Voight Roberts has been talking about this movie forever,
0: and yeah, Kojima uh, gave
1: him his blessing and everything, and they're. Yeah. they're really trying uh, to I make think this even happen.
0: before his big his big break was with Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, even before that movie came out, he was like hyping up Metal Gear Solid. So. Uh,
1: I typically am like I don't want to see any video games made into movies. We don't need that. They're great as video games. Leave them as video games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh this I would like to see as a movie. I think that uh it's a it's a it's a uniquely weird and bizarre story that more people outside of the gaming space
0: need to experience. There is no way Metal Gear Solid is going to work as a movie. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely there not. There is absolutely no way. Uh, yeah, it's very cinematic and whatnot, but it is also very video gamey. There are certain things that every Metal Gear Solid game does that can only work in a video game. right? It, you get to you get to the Psycho Manus section of the Metal Gear Solid movie, and the shock of him telling you that he knows you played Castlevania is not gonna work because you don't have a memory card to read if you're watching this as a movie.
1: I mean, as as graphics got better and whatnot, they've become more cinematic, the Metal Gear
0: games. They become more cinematic, but they're but still also...
1: There's still more, there's still things that would only
0: work in a video game. They're still firmly planted in the video game space. Mm -hmm. You you don't do something like, uh, what was it? In in Metal Gear Solid 4, when you're, when you're, we go back to Shadow Moses at one point and you're walking through and all of a sudden Otacon stops you and tells you to insert disc two. Mm Mm-hmm that that's not going to work in a movie.
1: Well, well, all that to me is like weird anime stuff. Like there's a lot of weird anime stuff that uh I think people need to experience. And I don't think it I think it's going to be insanely hard to translate that stuff. Yeah. Like the giant whale in Melgosad 5, like
0: yeah. That was never referenced like, again. <laughs> there's there's so much stuff that has to be completely rewritten, completely redone to the point where it probably isn't even going to be metal gear anymore. So this is looks like it's
1: metal gear solid. Yes. It looks like Shadow Moses and that whole thing, which I think is the
0: yes. the way to go. Probably,
1: yeah. Uh I I mean I want to see it. I'm ex- I, I'm excited for it. I mean, I, I don't s- think it's going to be great, it. but <laughs>
0: yeah i'll see it but i'm keeping my expectations very low right because i think out of all video game franchises metal gear is one that probably cannot be translated properly from game to movie nor should it be translated from game to movie
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know i just don't think it's I just don't think it can be done. Do you I think Moon Knight can be translated to TV? Yes. Because that's very comic booky. It's very comic booky, but um one, they've shown they've shown that it's it is possible to translate comic books from page to a live action storytelling format, be it television or movie. Uh, there are many examples of that working, so it's just a matter of applying those lessons to Moon Knight. One, two, comic books, comic books, traditional books, and uh, movies and television are all passive experiences. So it's it's a matter of translating one passive experience to another passive experience. Video games are active; you're actively participating in the experience so to remove the activity from it 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 changes the meaning and the context and the overall feeling of the work well well let's be real. that's where the concern comes from let's
1: be real here you you you're playing metal gear and then you put the controller down for like an hour and then you play it again and then you put the controller down for an hour it's not the same as something like uh uh i don't know the Uncharted Last Uncharted. yeah you're playing the whole yeah, time even some of the cutscenes you're are playing like the whole in-game. time
0: and the, as soon as you stop playing Uncharted and you start watching Uncharted you're basically watching uh, a, a modern day Indiana Jones and if that's the case I would much rather just watch Indiana Jones
1: Right. I think they could figure <laughs> it out and make it really good I don't know if they will Because, like you said, I mean, comic books have gotten to that point. I don't think video games are at that point yet where they can translate it well because they haven't proven
0: that they can yet. Uh, This could be that one. There have been, like, I think we've seen, like, animation can do it because there's the Castlevania show on Netflix, which actually does a very good job of translating it. But I think that might be just because it's animated. They can do a lot more. The suspension of disbelief is greater um, doing it on live action is another set of skills that is very hard to you to. It's it's another set of skills that's very hard to utilize for that particular uh, setup. If you know what I mean. Sonic did it fine, but that was, <laughs> I would argue that that was animated. <laughs> True, and it also wasn't uh, you know Oscar worthy. <laughs> right. But along those, lines, I didn't put anything in the, uh I didn't put it in the keep or whatnot. But did you see that the Monster Hunter movie, which oh, just yes. looks like a disaster, for on all fronts? The inspiration for the Monster Hunter movie was a tie-in campaign to Metal Gear Solid. I think it was Peace Walker. No, I didn't see that.
1: Yeah, I'll see I saw the. I, though, I saw that they had a racist Chinese joke in it in a movie that's... there was. Mostly marketed to the Chinese
0: audience. Yeah, there, there was that. <laughs> that happened. They apologized, but it's still banned in China. They banned it in China, and they 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 had to
1: remove that part. Well, I don't know if they banned it, but they canceled the premiere and everything. Yeah, no, it's it's officially
0: been banned from China.
1: That's that's the whole reason they made it. The whole reason they've been dumping all the money, and it's not going to do good here. Yeah. And Capcom is like.
0: Nah, you know, screw
1: the movie. Capcom said we have nothing to do with the movie. We will tell the proper people how upset we are, but there's nothing we can do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the director, Paul W.S. Anderson, has said, uh, because if you don't know, the idea for the Monster Hunter movie is uh, military commandos from our world get transported to the world of monsters. Yes. And have to, like, you know, use uh, Mad Max style Dune buggies and their uh, AR-15 assault rifles. In addition to, you know, the giant bone swords that they have to craft from the monsters. And according to uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, the reason for this, the idea for this... uh, it kind of came organically based on where the monster Hunter games had been before. And that was very influenced by a crossover that monster Hunter had done before with metal gear solid back in 20, back in 2010, peace Walker did a collab with monster Hunter freedom unite. According to Anderson, that already existed. It's part of the mythology of the game, and although this was great, imaginary to juxtapose a man with a machine gun against the creature, great imagery to juxtapose a man with a machine gun against the creature. Um, so basically, this would be like doing an ape escape movie, but basing it on the ape escape <laughs> mini game for Metal Gear Solid Three. <laughs> And this is, I think, a great example
1: of something that only works in a video game. Because you suspend your disbelief. You're like, okay, it's. I've played Metal Gear. I've played Monster Hunter. This is both of them together. I get it. Because I mean, the idea is to play it. It's not yeah. supposed to captivate you with its with its uh, fantastical story.
0: It's just supposed yeah. to be fun to play. This, th- this would be like making a mortal Kombat movie and putting Batman in it <laughs> because you played mortal Kombat versus DC universe. And you thought, Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> this, this imagery right here, I think is
1: like, is like, uh, like kids would eat this up. Cause you know, it's right. like, it's like tanks and dinosaurs. Like, Oh,
0: cool dude. Yeah. This is weird. I, I, you know, it's so weird. Cause Paul Tom, Sorry, Paul Thomas Anderson is a great director and has done a lot of good stuff like The Master and uh, Boogie Nights and most of Himes' music videos. He's great. Paul W.S. Anderson, um, he made the first Mortal Kombat movie, which was actually very good. And then he did the Resident Evil movies, which were all very bad. And there were like six of them. (laughs) And now he's doing Monster Hunter, and this Monster Hunter is very clearly more Resident Evil than Mortal Kombat. Why did they let him keep making video game movies? I don't know. What and what I don't understand is that they they keep letting him put Mila Jovovich in these movies. Isn't that his wife? He's not. That's his wife, and he keeps casting her as like the main character. There was a joke somewhere that said, uh, oh, I'm Paul. I married my original character. <laughs> Which he did. Uh but she's she's not a good actress. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's she's pretty, but she she can't act. I've never seen uh What's
1: that Bruce Willis movie.
0: Fifth element?
1: Yeah, I've never seen that.
0: She's not great in that. Oh, okay. That's like her that's like the movie. The yeah, that's the movie, but she's not great in it. Fifth up, that that's a movie where like, you know, acting, her acting isn't really necessary for the overall experience. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of gets a pass. But to carry an entire franchise, now to carry another one, she does she does not have it.
1: We're moving on. Oh no, yeah. we're not. Here's uh Dave Repose's art for uh, a potential poster for Metal Gear. It's great. And that kind of looks a little bit like a like a,
0: what's his name, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac, yeah, yeah. So here's the night. Since we're talking about the Metal Gear movie still, here's the, here's something I want to pitch. Oscar Isaac should play both Solid Snake and Liquid Snake because <laughs> they're clones. Mm-hmm. So that only makes sense. Just just make sure. You know, Oscar Isaac, when he's Snake, he's got brown hair and a bandana. And when he's Liquid, he's got long blonde hair. And you obscure his face until the big reveal at the end when he stands up and he goes, You know, Snake, you and I, we're not just brothers, but we're clones of the Big Boss, the greatest soldier of all time. And you killed your own father in cold blood. This was,
1: a, this was a just to get you to voice act Liquid Snake. That's
0: all this was. I so. am available for dubbing. <laughs> he doesn't have to sound like Oscar Isaac. I mean, it's true. I am here. <laughs> I don't
1: think they should do that. But I do think that they should make a trilogy if the first one does good. And it should be Solid Snake, Naked Snake, and V in the trilogy. So so Oscar Isaac should never play the same snake. That's a so good always yeah. A different... Or they should bait and switch for the second one. They should legit just have a completely different guy be the main character.
0: <laughs> yeah. They, they, they should do Metal Gear 2, but not but not advertise that Raiden's gonna be in it. Yeah. Yeah. And have just some random
1: like no name actor be the main character the whole time.
0: No, no. They, they should get like a name actor. They should get like who's ever liked the hot. Queen idol or whatever of the time to play Raiden, but not mm-hmm. advertise it at all. <laughs> just like, who's this Disney Channel mother effer now in this movie? just get a Vine star. No, uh, a TikTok star.
1: Just get Logan Paul. Just get Logan Paul. He'll do it. Just get Logan yeah. Paul, because we're gonna hate, we're gonna piss, hate Raiden anyway. Piss as many people off as you can. Yeah. Uh hey, look at that. Uh Kratos is in Fortnite. I actually didn't see this video.
0: Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Your favorite angry dad with a beard who isn't me is coming to Fortnite. Your favorite uh,
1: stack of pancakes. <laughs> Did you see this video? Uh, yeah. So so there's a new Fortnite season. Uh, yes. You can play as the freaking Mandalorian. Yes. Or, s- or s- you- a full stack of pancakes. Yeah. Take your pick.
0: <laughs> and then now apparently Kratos. I didn't even yes. see this. Uh, There's also rumor spinning out of this that uh, they're going to eventually announce Master Chief for the Xbox version of Fortnite. So here's the thing. Uh, You can play
1: as Kratos on all of the versions. Really? You can play it on the Switch version. Huh. Yeah. Which is is insane.
0: I I missed that completely because I thought this was going to be a PlayStation exclusive.
1: Uh, that's what you think. I saw somebody tweet a picture of it on the Switch, and they said this seems illegal. Wow! And I would assume that if you could play Kratos on all platforms, you should be able to play Master Chief. I mean, uh,
0: Microsoft is way more lenient. Yeah, because I know, like, for Rocket League on the Switch, you can get like uh a Mario Luigi cars. You can get a Samus car. That's only for the Switch version. Right. You can. Play online against Xbox and PlayStation people, but they can't play as the Samus card and whatnot. Well, so Rocket I thought League, it was that kind of situation.
1: Rocket League is like the archaic, like like old, like last generation cross platform game. You know, like they paved right. the way, they walked so that Fortnite
0: could run. Right. You know, also, Fortnite, um, Epic Games has much deeper pockets than yes. Psyonix does. So, that I guess that makes sense how they were able to show, you know, get the money to license Kratos for all platforms. I I also saw somewhere someone said that like Fortnite is becoming the new version of Super Smash Brothers at this point because kind between of- Kratos and the Mandalorian and uh, Batman and friggin' uh, Marvel characters. In a in a season that is in canon with the Marvel comic book continuity, so 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 you can keep
1: these characters forever, right? Like in the game, yeah. Once you get them, that's it. That's cr- that's insane. Yeah, I saw somebody still playing as the Joker. Yeah,
0: Aquaman is another character that's available. I,
1: I watched the big Galactus event that just happened, and it was pretty yeah. it was pretty freaking cool.
0: Uh but that's not gonna get me to play Fortnite. Sorry. I can't yeah, build. No, sorry. Believe me, I was tempted when Batman uh was available, but I didn't, and I still haven't. Uh we
1: got 13 months from Prince Altoid. Hope you guys are well. You guys started the podcast right as I went on vacation. So sadly I haven't been able to tune in much. How long is your vacation? But, but I'll be here next week. Take care, fellas. See ya, Prince Altoid. Thanks for the 13 See months. Proud Prince with a hundred bits, kinda crazy. They expected Halo this year, then now looking at the end of the year. Now wait, what? Na- then now looking at the end of next year. I guess they're talking about pushing back uh Halo.
0: There was some oh, Halo yeah. news. Uh uh f- I had I had like just real quick uh three games got dates. Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the world, uh complete edition is gonna come out January fourteenth. Uh Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remastered, got uh, push back to March 18th of next year. And Halo Infinite will come out in the fall of 2021. Oh, that
1: sucks. <laughs> that's sad. They they showed full renders of some of the armor and they do
0: look really great. I haven't,
1: yeah. I can't find it right now for some reason.
0: I th- I think, I don't think that's as bad as it sounds. Halo coming out a year after the Xbox series consoles, because what that does is for the one year anniversary, you have, you effectively get to do a soft relaunch of the system. That's true. It gives, it gives it enough time for, you know, the people who want it to go out and get it. And then like the hype can die down all only for it to ramp up again with the release of a brand new halo game. That's true. Yeah. You got a good point uh also
1: what did i just see i just saw something that was worthy oh kate bishop here she is oh
0: yeah we got uh we got leaks of Haley steinfeld as kate bishop oh it's just straight up they showed
1: it on marvel's twitter account marvel's oh. avengers twitter account
0: oh so that's the game y- yeah what are you talking about uh they're filming the hawkeye tv show right now and there's leaked set photos of Haley steinfeld as kate bishop
1: that's
0: cool. Yeah, it's um first there was just a her her, Jeremy Renner, and Lucky the Pizza Dog hanging out. Wait, that was and a real picture a... from the show? That, I thought that was that a... was a real picture from the show. I thought that was a different movie that he filmed. <laughs> no, that that's from the show. That and now freaking there's pictures cool. of her. There's pictures of Haley Steinfeld wearing the purple outfit.
1: That's freaking cool. This is the picture yeah. that I was uh, referring to yes. that I thought was... That's that's from the show. I thought this was a different movie. I was like, that would be sick. That would be a great... Uh, that would be a great look oh, for, that, the, for the, the show. show. That's awesome. I will watch this. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to watch the hell out of this. All right, so that's it. Uh, we got... Oh, we also got... Arrowman with two months. Thank you so much. Real quick, we got Cyberpunk causes seizures.
0: What are we gonna do? Uh, yeah, so I'll make I'll make this quick. So, uh, Leanna Rupert, uh, writer for Game Informer, as she was playing Cyberpunk, she experienced um, an epileptic seizure at one point, and at certain other points in the game, she experienced. Um, my uh not mild seizures but like she was anticip she was feeling like she was going to experience a seizure from another point in the game. Uh the problem is that in its current state cyberpunk does not warn you that the game could trigger an epileptic seizure at any point in the game. The only warning it gives is in the end user license agreement, aka the thing nobody reads, they just click accept and continue. Oh that's messed Uh, up. Yeah. Uh, and you might think that's a minor thing, but most video games nowadays upon boot up, especially a game like cyberpunk, which features a lot of like flashing lights and stuff, uh, will warn you that it, that you could experience an epil- an epileptic seizure, um, if you're prone to them, um, and will even go as far as to offer, Ways to remedy that, like they'll have options to turn certain filters off. Um, now, uh, the writer Leanna Rupert did say that part of this was her fault because she does push herself, uh, when playing games, even when she knows she should back off. And she does offer some, um, some tips on how to you know, prevent this from happening to you, um, like tweaking certain settings and whatnot. CD Projekt Red eventually responded. Um, thanks for bringing this up. We're working on adding a separate warning in the game aside from the one that exists in the EULA uh, regarding a more permanent solution. The development team is currently exploring that and we'll be implementing that as soon as possible. So they have been made aware of it and they're going to try to fix it. Probably not before the game comes out. Cause that's like two days away, but hopefully within like the next few weeks, they'll be able to, fix that
1: well they have been issue. i saw an article they've been issuing a lot of patches before the game's out the game comes out in two days but uh yeah. they've been issuing a lot of patches right. so it's possible and this is something that they should get on immediately because it's a legal problem but also yeah. it's a health concern to a lot of people so yeah it could actually cause a lot of damage to people so yeah. this should be like a major priority for them for them to fix yeah. um i think we're a little spoiled by people like naughty dog who have like insane uh uh user like uh like a uh, like accessibility options um i i i mean does is isn't this something that they have to rate isn't this something that they have to like put through a test to see if if they need to put a warning on it i mean they have to do it for tv well- and movies and stuff I don't
0: I don't know because like typically they don't like I don't know what the percentage is of people who are susceptible to things like this. So it could just be that everybody who worked on this game, you know, is not sensitive to to things like this. So it just slipped past them. Meanwhile, it finally gets out in the open and one person plays it for review and unfortunately suffers a seizure and then is brought to their attention. But that said You know, video games have been issuing seizure warnings since the NES. Nintendo puts it in all of their boot up screens. Uh, Ubisoft put it at the beginning of uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Microsoft has warnings on it, you know, on the system. Sony puts it on on the system boot up, let alone game boot up. But Cyberpunk didn't really have anything anywhere aside from a token statement in the end user license agreement. And... A jo- the genre of cyberpunk, not just the game, but the genre alone, is known for having a lot of like weird, flashy neon lights everywhere. So you would think that the genre that's known for having a lot of lights, and in a video game, in a storytelling medium that's known for having to issue epilepsy warnings, you put the two together, feels like something they probably should have thought of ahead of time. Yeah,
1: I mean, and then like. I mean, I want to know what part it was that caused it. Because, like, sometimes I'll be playing something and I'll be like, yep, yeah. that that would do it. <laughs> like, that's what would trigger it. for. That's the part so, they were talking about.
0: So she does mention what part it was. Uh, general triggers, due to the nature of interfacing, there's a lot of red glitching animations seen throughout the game's progression. Uh, her monitor has an eye-saving mode that dims the blue lights in the screen that Often helps with things like this and helped immensely during times in Night City. uh, There were moments when walking into clubs and bars that were immediate danger zones for epileptics. So even just going to a bar, which you're probably going to do a lot. I mean, it's good to know that there's like certain monitor settings. Yeah. But but that should Uh, be a game setting. Yeah. Apparently, uh, the big thing is brain dancing, which is something that you can do in the game brain dancing allows players to interface with memories often of the deceased by plugging into the mainframe and diving in Uh, and she says pretty much everything about this is a trigger oh my god yeah
1: yeah it seems like something that is probably really obvious especially for a company that has like a lot of people working there I'm sure somebody was like excuse me this is gonna you know make me you know have problems or make somebody have problems very bizarre i ordered it i'm gonna get it uh yeah i play it uh, once and then ever again
0: hopefully i I get my i'm trying to power through the last of us part two right now uh before i get my download code on thursday Uh, please do because i would also like to finish that (laughs) yeah i'll uh i'll try and hurry up Where, Um, where are you at how far like how many hours are you i don't know how many hours but i i know i'm on can we talk spoilers no are you on the second half yet? You should know what that is. I I'm in the I'm in the second half. Okay. I'm definitely in the second half. I'm on I guess part 3 of the second half. Okay. I think you're almost at where I am. So the controversial su- subject, I feel like this game should have just been the second half.
1: I think it should have been two games, but same same idea.
0: Yeah. So, if, so if we'll talk. Once we finish it, we'll talk more about that. But that's that's my take on it. It should have yes. just been. You should have just been playing as the second half, specifically as the character from the second half.
1: Yes. Uh. Anyway. Uh. And also, I think I think Naughty Dog already is posting that spoiler, so it's not they, really a.
0: Yeah. So yeah, they posted a trailer for the game starring the character from the second yes (laughs) because we keep Uh, dancing around it anyway uh hey look glover's
1: making a comeback
0: (laughs) i i only put this in because i find it funny uh pico interactive a studio that's known for buying old game properties to work on new releases for abandoned series looks to be one step closer to launching a re-release of the nintendo 64 platformer glover everyone's favorite the company picked up the rights for the ga- for the for Glover back in 2017 and has been occasionally teasing a revival ever since. In 2018 a message shared on social media also spoke about a potential sequel. Uh, quote, re-releases starting with Steam and finishing off with Glover 2 on Nintendo 64, that is the most immediate projects. Uh, smiley face. Not much has been heard since, but Pico has now taken to social media once again uh, to ask fans for their thoughts on Someone's stretch goals. My door for a- hold on, keep okay. going, keep going. Uh, they took to Twitter, uh, asking fans for their thoughts on stretch goals for a Glover Kickstarter, and not only confirming that a release is still on the cards, but also suggesting that a Kickstarter campaign may be just around the corner. If you haven't had a chance to play it, Glover is a platformer originally made by Interactive Studios, by Hasbro Interactive Studios, I should say. Uh, and launched on both the Nintendo 64 and Windows back in 1998. Uh, it has players controlling a glove, the titular Glover, as they aim to move a ball towards a goal completing each stage. Uh, the Nintendo 64 version of the game received mixed to positive reviews and fared much better with critics than the years uh, than the following year's of PlayStation port. Do you have memories of playing Glover on your Nintendo 64? would you like to see a re-release on a modern system as ever share your thoughts there was
1: no one at the door i heard knocking like a weirdly rhythmic knocking there was nobody at the door but i did discover the dog is here i thought the dog was gone and the uh the cabinet door the cabinet to where the dog food is was wide open so dog Uh might have had a day (laughs) Dog and the dog food was wide open, also. So the dog might have had a little, little extra food. He's been very <laughs> quiet, so I think he's probably about to throw oh, up and pass was... out. Anyway, uh, I have on screen here Pico Interactive's, uh, you know, roster of games. There's a lot. It looks yeah. like they re-released a bunch of stuff for NES for for SNES. I mean, and Genesis and stuff in like 2013. Let me pull up there. I'm on the wiki. Yeah, those are physical releases. Uh, You said recently they've been buying up old stuff. The legacy of the legacy realm of terror. What is this? I don't know what this is. Impossible! Remember everyone's favorite Impossible. There it is. uh,
0: So they recently put out uh, Power Punch Two for Windows. Uh, Power Punch Two was a it was supposed to be a sequel to Mike Tyson's Punch-Out but uh, Nintendo dropped support for it Um, they lost the rights to Mike Tyson um, and eventually uh, some other company bought it and reworked it into Power Punch 2 that came out in 1992 and I guess Pico bought it and re-released it in 2019 (laughs) Is it
1: any good? No All right. Yeah. A lot of these games are no name games. Yeah. Sounds like Glover's the
0: biggest hit they have. (laughs) Wait. So I remember. So, okay. Here's one that I remember. 40 winks. Not a good game, but, uh, it was released for the PlayStation. A version for the Nintendo 64 was made reviewed, but canceled back in the day. And then Pico Interactive launched a Kickstarter campaign to release the N64 version on cartridge and also release it for Steam. Very interesting. I mean, I'm all for
1: archiving weird lost games like that. So that's cool.
0: That's where I've heard of these people before. But
1: now they're going to find success in Glover.
0: I've I've never never played Glover. Glover. Oh, jinx. But. (laughs) I have fond memories of the commercial for Glover. Because They the advertised the hell out of this game. They advertised it like all the time. And you th- you think I can play the commercial without getting a season desist? I don't know. Maybe uh can you do it just muted? No, let's just do it. Alright. There's only one hero who possesses the train. Oh,
1: I get it. It's yeah. all different game the characters from the Glover. lovers the magic in the
0: moves to match. Big bad Skill. Yeah, Glover's they, the they played this all the time. and, and nothing magic. they didn was want to rent block. Every every game
1: from Blockbuster. Yeah, this feels like a game we would have been okay with
0: getting. And trying remember, out. there were only like three hundred games released for the N sixty four in North America, mm-hmm. and if there's a good chance we played most of them. For us to look at Glover and say no, yeah.
1: <laughs> if there was just a giant gap in the in the uh, YouTube vod, it's because we had to cut that part out. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I, if this is gonna make me play it, but. Yeah, I mean it's cool. I'm I'm all for bringing back weird games like that. So that's yeah. cool. I'm happy about it. Weird company though that they're bringing out. That, that's a yeah. whole company that's just bringing out weird, obscure games. It's not like a like a, 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 I, I expect that from a game from a company like a Limited Run Games or Super Rare Games. Yeah, but Pico Interactive,
0: interesting. Uh, so there's there's also Night Dive Studios. They're the guys who brought back um, System Shock and right. Turok and Shadow Man and Sin and all of that. They uh, Pico Interactive seems to be the poor man's Night Dive studios. <laughs> Doesn't MVG work for them or something? For Night Dive? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Modern Vintage Gamer. Night Dive Studios. yep. Oh,
0: wow. And limited run games. Look at that. I'm sure they probably like work together because you know, they probably because a lot of their games like their older games. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. That's all the news. Uh, That's it. It's time.
1: You know, well, come on. By now, you know what time it is.
0: Oh, I know what time it is. Hit it, baby. Quit of the week. Quit of the week. Quit of the week
1: here it is it's first it's a quote tweet it's from Cory Bar- Barlog the guy who directed uh, you, you know, know that game God of War, God of War. He said, if someone isn't working on a great single player Mandalorian game where you play a bounty hunter flying your ship from system to system, picking up bounties, upgrading your Beskar armor, and getting into adventures, then I really don't know what the hell we're doing here with a little heart. And then it's a quote tweet from Celia Hodent who says, we tried, and it's a picture of Star Wars 1313, which was a canceled Star Wars game from the transition of LucasArts to Disney. Yes, uh where you played Boba Fett. There was a trailer, like a cinematic trailer, that had nothing to do with Boba Fett. But well, then it got, befo- it got revealed. They, yeah. It got revealed that it was going to be Boba Fett when they canceled the game.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I have an art book somewhere that shows concept art for Star Wars
0: 1313. Yeah. When, when they announced the game, it was just, you were just a bounty hunter. And then later it was revealed that the decision was made to make that bounty hunter boba fett yes
1: I, there's a video on the wolf den channel that has the concept art from that book somewhere yes um oh, there were a lot of canceled star wars games and this one seems yes. the most promising it was a narrative uh rated it m was, star wars yes game.
0: yeah it would have been the first rated m star wars game it was going to be uh, in in the vein of like Uncharted and, and those types of games, much more cinematic, uh open, uh a lot of hand-to-hand combat, platforming, cover shooting. Um it was gonna it was gonna be more about like the the seedy side of Star Wars, not so much the high fantasy of it. Um and Disney's just like, nah, let EA make Star Wars games. <laughs> it's really unfortunate yeah
1: this this one seemed like it was gonna be really cool yeah anyway
0: uh now it's time we talk to you people yes ladies and gentlemen if you love to comment on last week's uh wolf den podcast this is the part of the show we will answer you of course comments left on our youtube channel wolf den podcast and ladies and gentlemen watching us at home please start leaving your questions and comments so we will get to them when we are done with Everybody else, like
1: Shilvio D. Linton, who says, "Sweet intro sound. Now I can play Digimon Cyber Sleuth Complete Edition with y'all in the background." What does that mean? What does that Is mean? Digimon coming back. Digimon's seen a bit of a resurgence. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if the sweet intro sound has anything to do with the rest but uh also why can you listen to us while playing is is there a new technology I'm not aware of like can you (laughs) run things in the background on the switch or something is there a podcasting app for the switch anyway keyholes says I feel your pain on switch screenshots I set up a new private twitter account purely to upload my screenshots to and if the new system is as fiddly as it sounds I'll probably uh, still go with that god forbid Nintendo gave us straightforward drag and drop Last week, we talked about the update on the Switch that mm-hmm. now allows you to share stuff to your phone through some weird, wacky, like, four-step process that's not even working. Yeah. I recorded something in Smash and tried to upload it, and I plugged my Switch into my Mac. And we did it last week on the podcast. We plugged the, my Switch into my computer and showed what happens mm-hmm. there. Um, plugging it into the Mac is only readable through the Android Mac app that lets you read Android file systems. Yes. And it only shows the screenshots folder. So I wasn't able to take my videos
0: from smash brothers, you know, and I just deleted my Android uh, app on my Mac. (laughs) Well, it's
1: only useful for moving screenshots. I don't know. No. I haven't tried taking a video using the screenshot button or the share button. Because, um, you know, in Smash Brothers it goes into a separate folder um, mm-hmm. for the videos. Um, I got a lot of apps I need to delete. So I don't know. I mean, I still haven't used the phone situation. That seems like right. an absolute nightmare.
0: It's, it's I wouldn't recommend it because you have to you have to scan the QR code. Then you have to connect your phone to the Switch's uh, wireless connection. And then you got to scan another QR code to get the picture. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I didn't want to go through all that. I want to just plug. But yeah. my... I like the idea of plugging my Switch into the computer because then I don't have to turn the Switch off. And, and yeah, take the, to take the SD card out. Yeah.
0: But uh, it didn't work for me yeah that that's that's a fine idea the whole scan a barcode connect your phone to the switch scan another barcode then maybe if you're lucky you'll get the picture that sucks yeah mr muck noise
1: Thanks to you guys, I'ma get that Game Pass deal to get to play Ukulele Impossible Air on PC. I don't have an Xbox, so I wouldn't have known about any of this without your very informative and highly professional put together podcast. Thanks, Wolf Bros. Thanks, Mister Buck. I sensed a little bit of sarcasm, but we'll let it slide. (laughs) Yeah. Well, did you know that Fogs is on Game Pass for free? Really? I don't think we talked about it. We did not. Fogs. This Fogs is on Game Pass for free. It's a $25 game. Interesting. Get Fogs. Uh, Mr. H. uh, Mrs. H. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. Mrs. H. What? I've missed six episodes. How did I miss this? So glad to see you back. I don't know. Figure it out. I've I've been screaming from the hilltops that freaking the podcast is here. There's so many ways to get it. I say it in every video. I've been putting it on the community tab, so even if you don't watch me anymore, you should still see that. I don't know what to tell you. Follow the Wolf Dead on Twitter for all the updates when things get uploaded. Yeah. Um, Brian Sexton. Captures are tedious on my Xbox One X when I use the internal drive for captures i can't transfer them locally via usb yeah it's very annoying only via cloud services which wastes my rather limited transfer allowance what when i use an external hard drive i can bypass the cloud services but i can't upload directly to social media i would like to be able to do both without having to anticipate which i'll be doing and which capture device uh, drives back and forth the ps4 pro seems more flexible about captures i'm not sure whether things vary with other recent xbox and playstation models though so i know with my xbox one x and my xbox series x if i take a screenshot or if i take a video i'll get a notification on my phone and i could just immediately download that uh, screenshot or video and that's the easiest I've ever seen. But I don't know about this transfer allowance. It sounds like maybe you're using OneDrive, which was previously yeah, the easiest st-
0: thing to do before I had the Xbox app. But even still, I don't, I've never, I don't know what, I've never seen anything about transfer allowance. Granted, I have barely used the Xbox share feature. I barely used the PlayStation share feature and that has a dedicated button for it. Right. Uh, I, the thing, I think the thing is the PlayStation 4, was designed from the word go to allow you to share gameplay captures and screenshots and whatnot that's why they put a dedicated button on there because they knew that this was going to be a thing they wanted to sell the playstation 4 on the playstation 4 has a special processor in it solely to capture gameplay footage Mm -hmm. that's all that processor does the xbox one by comparison had to basically rewrite itself to do the same thing it was not designed to do that microsoft had to find a way to add that feature in basically Mm -hmm. once they found out that's what sony was doing
1: yeah so if you have an original xbox one that might be a problem but uh Marthew in the chat says he must have an internet data cap which i could understand if you have an internet that, data yeah. cap then it would be a problem to have it do that and, and nintendo's answer is to do it via a local wi-fi connection however that's just inconvenient if you don't have a data cap yeah um anyway we're in the chat now yeah uh Chris DeLito said, my alerts don't work. I've been depending on the Discord push notifications to catch the streams. That sucks because those notifications are late sometimes. Um, You need to figure out your settings for the Twitch or YouTube apps. Sometimes the app itself is the problem. Actually, a majority of the time it's the app itself that's the problem. Um I have Discord notification problems. I get the I always get a Discord notification after the the second the stream is done. I get a Discord notification that the stream started. Um there's another one here I wanted to read. Gadget Mike, did you talk about Halo? I was gone for like an hour. Uh yeah, we talked about it for a brief yeah, second.
0: Talked about it briefly.
1: Uh diet shesh has one for you will what are your thoughts Uh, on the new episode of the mandalorian no spoilers i haven't gotten that
0: far uh so we were watching it me and my wife and my wife was like this is filmed weird like it's not like all the other episodes it was it was very like and she was right i noticed it too then at the end it said directed by Robert Rodriguez and it all clicked. Oh, you love Robert it, Rodriguez. He is yes, he's I he's one of my favorite directors and it all made sense because this episode uh was very fast. Um it was edited very quickly. The it had a lot of great use of stylized camera angles and uh posing. There's a lot of really cool poses in this episode. And those are all things that Robert likes. Robert like I'm best friends with him. Uh, <laughs> uh, that he likes to put into his films. So it all it all made perfect sense. Also apparently that particular episode was filmed in Texas, which is where he lives. So uh, and and of course it looks beautiful cuz he loves Texas. So it all made sense, it all clicked and it was it was a very good episode and I like that the, the one character that was in the show that i won't spoil it Bob, but i'm sure you'll know who i'm talking about one character who was in it um has a gut and it made me feel good if when i cosplay this as this guy it will be accurate to the show
1: um i think i only had two episodes left in the first season so i'm actually not as far okay. behind as i thought i was okay good <laughs> um Neuro says, Bob, can you stream later? Because I'm a fan from South Africa and it's 4.43 a.m. No, because it's uh, almost 10 o'clock here. Yeah. Sorry. This is why we had the VOD and, and the, the, you know, audio version and whatnot. Yeah. We also have Arid Man 2016 with the two months and Radius with uh, Tier 1. Thank you very much, my guys. Thank you. Will we get an in-person Wolf Den podcast back in the parents' basement on the twenty-second for Christmas, or are you guys going to stay home for Christmas and keep it virtual? We're going to keep it virtual. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh, next week we'll listen to this idea. Yes. I want to have the retro future on, but he's okay. He's uh from Jersey, the the old Jersey. The right. <laughs> Not 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 the new one, the old one, right, not not long Island if it was stupid, but <laughs> yes, yes, uh Long Island, if it were proper um yeah. so it, time difference, so here's what I'm right. gonna do I'm gonna record like forty five minutes to an hour with him, okay, and then during the normal podcast time, we're gonna intro, and then I'm just gonna play the the podcast that me and him do and then we'll okay. come back at the end and finish up
0: okay so there'll be a sh-
1: there'll be a there will potentially be a short pre-recorded uh
0: you know segment with the right. future so i will i will be able to have a smoke break on next week's wolf Den. yes great. yes
1: ninja zane says are you guys going to play cyberpunk tomorrow also you've been hyped leading up to launch um i'm gonna play it t- no i'm not gonna play tomorrow um i'm gonna play it friday maybe like i thursday we're gonna watch uh the game awards here on twitch.tv slash oh i'm, I'm gonna do a little a little watch thing so i won't be able to play it then
0: uh but maybe friday i'll play it. uh i'm gonna play it whenever i finish the last of us two and then i will i will hop immediately into cyberpunk because i am uh, i am excited for it and i'm not really an rpg guy but i do like cyberpunk style things yeah i'm going to warn you guys if you're interested
1: in cyberpunk content this is not the place <laughs> i'm yeah. not this is i am not into these types of games i'm i'm very interested in this in that style i'm yes. not interested in the genre of game that it is so yeah i'm uh, the wrong guy
0: yeah Unless maybe you are also not into that game genre. I think a lot maybe of it people to are, inter- place for you, are interested in cyberpunk, not because it's like a deep, expansive RPG, but because it is a cyberpunk game.
1: Right. Uh, just the Vagabond says, Bob, have you done your Christmas gift guide already? Uh, I am going to write it right after this. I picked <laughs> I picked all of the things that I'm going
0: to have in it. I just have to write the episode like there right now. Of uh, great journey will are you going to play doom eternal and if yes would you stream it um i I would if i bought doom eternal i haven't yet uh it's on my christmas list hint hint people um (laughs) will i stream it no i like to play games alone by myself and be immersed and not have to keep doing this wow did you see that wow
1: (laughs) i feel that yeah
0: Look, and I'm not putting down people who do that. It's no, just... it's
1: okay. It's fine. It's fine. No,
0: no. I mean, <laughs> like, I've I've come to the realization that when I play games, I, you know, unless it's like a multiplayer game, I like to play games. I like to be alone.
1: Yeah. No, I get be, it. Be alone. That's. I mean, I didn't want to stream The Last of Us because that's like mm-hmm. not a game that's fun to stream. Yeah. Uh, this is the last one I'm reading turnobies says Bob it seems like Nintendo's plans for Q1 and Q2 are entirely in the Monster Hunter basket do you think they have anything else big up their sleeves I think they have a lot of big things for next year I think that there's no way of predicting what they are because they've been so quiet and there's virtually nothing in the docket right now so all we know is all of the stuff that they're not doing as of March 31st of next year
0: yeah it's it's very weird how like quiet nintendo is like they really have nothing this holiday season Mm -hmm. their big holiday release was mario 3 all stars and and this stupid thing yeah we both have it (laughs) yeah yeah um and then yeah next year it's just like instead of announcing their games for next year, they're announcing when you will not be able to buy certain games next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Age of Calamity as per uh, Yindajas. And I know I butchered your name. I apologize. Yindahas. Yindahas.
1: Uh, Age of Calamity is great. I put up a, a video on the Clips channel today of me playing yeah. Age of Calamity and it seemed like I shit all over the game, but I actually like the game. I just think it is a lot of button mashing,
0: but it's kind of right. fun. Well, that's what, like, you know, Dynasty Warriors type games are. So, in the Joss, is it A-
1: Haas or Joss? <laughs> All right, we're done. Thanks for hanging All right, on, thank you
0: for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, the Wolf Den podcast is every single Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on twitchtv wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version over on our YouTube channel, YouTube pot, uh, Wolf Den Podcast, so you can watch this week's episode and all of our episodes on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you could do that as well. We're also an audio podcast at anchor.fm slash Podcast and on your favorite podcast. Podcast service of choice. If we're not on your favorite podcast service, please let me know. I will make sure we fix that. And if we are on your favorite podcast service, then please be sure to please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Uh, like I said, there's a new video on the Clips
1: channel. Yeah, there it is. uh Watch that, and also make sure you turn on notifications for this Twitch channel so you know we're live here. We're going to be watching the Game Awards this Thursday, so if you want to watch the Game Awards with me. Come on down. Thanks for being here. See you later. Oh, should we raid somebody? Uh who's who's out? Who's there? Let's see who's who's on right now. Uh nobody. Bye. Alright. Bye. <laughs>